0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. Today is 8th of March. Wednesday, and uh, I am here with Hush. Hello, everyone, Mister Mister Ricardo Gonçalves himself. And that's it. It's just the two of us today. Yeah, yeah. Iberian powers: so I- the Portuguese and the Spaniard uh, together. At least one together in a, a history. Yeah, this is unprecedented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is episode seventy-seven. We're going to be um, talking as per Rob's tease last week about the Switch launch. But just not as expected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, a little, exactly, a little yeah. bit less detailed than what everybody anticipated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Nintendo Switch released and I think Hush and I are the only ones <laughs> that we haven't played the Switch at all. No, not really, <laughs> <So> no. <laughs> we, the whole group has been having extensive experience apparently. We've been reading
1: a lot about it and uh, yeah. well, it's hard not to because it's everywhere, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that that Earl has one. I know that Stu has one. Rob has one. He t- he even took it with him because he's currently traveling. Yeah, exactly. And 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 he took it with him, and he played it with it on the on the plane, like on commercials. Just, just the same way, which makes and, sense. Uh, it's supposed yeah, to be used makes, like that, right? So yeah. It, it makes it, sense it, you, because I guess that's the main. Yeah, yeah it's the main purpose yeah. of the switch, you know. Yeah. So that's really cool. It's really cool that people are actually using the way it was intended. Yeah. To, exactly. Exactly. But, yeah but uh I um,
1: oh, well, so we still have Tom as well, but, uh
0: yeah, and Tom, yeah, Tom, I'm not really sure one hundred percent if he actually played it or not, but I would be willing to bet an arm that he at least has held one yes, yes, due to his line of work he's uh he's surrounded yeah. by
1: switches at the moment, so uh it's likely that he's like, he's trying one. To-
0: I'd be very surprised that he wouldn't have. So, so yeah, but, yes, gonna but they were all so busy uh, playing their Switch and/or doing whatever
1: they're doing um, that they couldn't join, unfortunately. So, Indeed. Uh, oh well. So yeah, you, you got you got the the second best, which is uh, people <laughs> talking best. about other people's experiences <laughs> with the Switch, basically. But uh, so yeah,
0: but but still, I mean, even even though I haven't really um, held one or I haven't played with one, I know for a fact that I will eventually buy one. Mm. So I'm always up to try new Nintendo systems, and I'm just gonna let it wait for a little bit. So they release new games, so they release bigger catalog, and and maybe polish a few of the firmware issues that people are complaining about. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I don't know. It's I'm gonna give it time. I have loads of time in my hands. I have many games to play. So I think I'm, I can wait. I can.
1: This, uh, since you're actually talking about this, I can say that this might be. The first time that I'm tempted on buying a Nintendo system. So. Really? Yeah. So, uh, I know we were, we had a different way of uh, approaching the, today's conversation, but maybe let's start with that since you, uh, you, you called it out like that. It's just. Sure. I know it's weird. It's, it's, it's not common for someone that it's part of the video game uh, group. So people that discuss video games they love video games, they love, video games they love playing video games, not to actually ever own the Nintendo system, but, uh, I guess you need to have one, right? Just to to to, to break the cycle a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I I've, I I've, I've played Nintendo systems before, of course. Um, um, I had a lot of friends with it, but I've never I've never that interested. I have to say,
0: you never really owned a Nintendo system. N- no, not all, even so. not
1: even the Game Boy,
0: which would be not even handhelds like DS, mm-hmm. 3DS, nothing. No, 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 no. Maybe okay. I, maybe
1: I have one. Somewhere, but it's not something that I went to a shop and get. It. Maybe I got it like uh, I have a younger sister and things like that, so it's not really mine. You know? But, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I know it's strange, but I, so from the beginning, I was the Sega guy, you know, the, the yeah, classic uh, 90 wars, uh, Sega versus <laughs> Nintendo kind of thing. So, um, yeah, the Mega
0: Drive and the Super Nintendo feud, yeah, Yeah, it was classic. So that that, that was that was the
1: nineties for us. Between that and and the WWE feud, I didn't know where to. Where, where yeah. to do But um, but yeah, I had a Mega Drive, and I had a quite a lot of games with Mega Drive, and, and I really liked that system. And I was in a position where I could have more than one little console, you know, more than one system. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, back in the day, yeah, it would be it, it's different from nowadays. But um, yeah. But uh, the games that I had were the ones that I was playing were the ones that I wanted to play. I, I never felt that interested in playing Mario's and Zelda.
0: I, I feel bad saying this, but uh, I could... Well, it, I mean, it was it was another time. I mean, I'm guessing that yeah. you were not playing Mario's and Zelda's, but you would spend a lot of time playing Sonic. Yeah, or of course, exactly, exactly. Streets of Rage or whatever you had. Exactly, exactly. That, that's the thing. Well... I played the
1: same game over and over and over and over because that's what you did back in the day, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. I mean, there was replayability nowadays is bullshit. Yeah. Like, New Game Plus, come on. Back in the day, we used to have, like, yeah. play the same game over and over with no actual incentive and we still enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a game that lasted maybe two or three hours. Remember Comic Zone? Oh, of course I do remember Comic so Zone. It's, it's one of my favorites of the system. It's a very it's great. simple
1: game, very straightforward. It's cool. In two or three hours, you're done. So I had to play it maybe five, six, seven, eight times. You had to play it constantly. And then you just great. Uh, you eventually, you'll get a new one and play another one. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so the games that I wanted to play, they were all there. And I don't know. With Nintendo, I always felt that I didn't connect with the games because they looked a bit more
0: cartoony-like. Uh, I don't know. The way I looked... A at bit more... Oriented for kids, perhaps, or at yeah. least it would seem like it. Yeah, so that, that's how I saw it, but I was a kid, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I, I wasn't the right... You wanted to be with the cool kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just wasn't the right target. Um, Which you saw it, because uh, remember there was the Super Mario TV show at some point.
0: Right, yeah. yeah. I, the one that was presented by a former wrestler, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly, exactly. I yeah. don't remember his name, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's true. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show, yeah. that was the name of it. The... I love that. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was I mean, it was cheesy, but it was great. But I never... It wasn't because of that that I wanted to play the game. I mean, I hmm. played the game.
1: I just never actually had it in front of me and played it from start to end. And, you know, like everybody does. And then repeat, and then repeat, and then repeat.
0: I mean, no. even if you haven't played it, it would be hard not to know who Super Mario is no, and, and all the characters around. So you can you can easily follow the series, even though you've never really been interested in the game. Yeah, so, it's it, fine. It, it, it is pop culture,
1: so even if you don't play, you know of it. Simple as but that.
0: yeah, still, did you did you solve that mistake over time? Have you now played Mario games?
1: Um, I played so uh, so one of our friends, our common friend Uli, a few years ago, he had one of those crazy marathons. I think it was just uh, yeah,
0: Uli famous marathons. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure if it was
0: it was either Nintendo
1: or Mario, but probably just Mario. Where every it? Was a,
0: it was Mario marathon because it was called the Mario marathon? So oh, yeah, that's it. It was definitely one of those. So in in that one, I managed to
1: play a little bit. It was Galaxy. I don't know if it was in one or two, ah. but uh, yeah, I think it was a bit too late because I tried to play that, and the skill that you need to have to play that game out of the blue is like it's too much. It's way too Mario much. Mario
0: Galaxy is is really complicated, to be honest. Yeah. I and mean, even me, having played a lot of Mario games, I find Galaxy to be somewhat complicated okay, because yeah. of the. Okay. Yeah, because in that game you're like uh, exploring planetoids that put you upside down, mm-hmm. and you lose easily. You lose track of where you are looking at and yeah. where you're moving to. So it's it's,
1: uh, it's really confusing. It's really confusing. Yeah, but um, but it's really good though. I like to see people playing it. Uh, hmm. What's the one that you guys were playing as well? The Mario Maker. Um, Mario Maker, yeah. So that's that's cool because it allows you to create those game those levels that you've seen millions of times but you can make it your own and some of them are really really cool and really challenging but uh yeah i i never i was never keen to to play it (laughs) and uh, well yeah i mean that's a problem because uh i can talk about it but (laughs) from a very distant place
0: (laughs) you know but it's it's fine it's a new perspective i mean it's i i would still recommend you if you have the chance at least in retrospective, just to give it a look. It a look. I mean, yeah. not only the 3D Mario games, but also the 2D Mario games. You should check out Super Mario World if you haven't played it. Yeah. So you definitely should. Between Mario and Zelda,
1: you have some of the top-rated games of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard mm-hmm. not to... which is not to know about them. Which is crazy for me, because there are games
1: that I know of, them, but I've never actually... It never clicked. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but it, well, at least uh, I think what's it called, Super Mario Run, so the mobile one. Oh yeah, I'll, that one. I'll yeah. give that one a go when it's out on Android because I, I don't have an uh, an iPhone. But uh, fair enough. I know that one doesn't have the story or anything like that. It's more like a, a quick <clears throat> game, a social game. But uh, well, maybe it's gonna get me into playing, and who knows.
0: Well, I would be surprised if Super Mario Run actually gets you into playing Mario games, but okay, I will. I would accept that.
1: Yeah, so, at least I'll give it a go and say, oh, I'm playing Mario. Yeah. But, Do that,
0: yeah, just give it a go and maybe we can have another topic to discuss over the next podcast or something. Yeah, <laughs> but in the meantime, so even though you don't have
1: the Switch, I know you've been playing Zelda. Oh.
0: Right. Uh, yes, I've been I've been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild because I bought it on the Wii U, chan-chan. and I've been the Wii yeah, U, <laughs> the Wii U with those five other people in the planet.
1: Because <laughs> everybody, you're one of the few that doesn't have the Switch, but you're also one of the few that still has a, a Wii U.
0: <laughs> yeah, because if I were to have gotten a Switch on day one, mm-hmm. I would have done it for Zelda and only yeah. for Zelda. Yeah. There is really no other game on the starting lineup that that actually appeals to me to buy the system yeah of course. so so i thought well i'm i'm not really that um that really fluid on cash so i'm just gonna wait it up yeah. and i'm gonna you am just gonna play zelda because it's it, well it's been released at the same time on the wii u which is a platform i already own so mm-hmm. like that's a lot easier and it's the same game so the difference is just right performance or graphically but nothing
1: nothing major
0: yeah i was very skeptical with with the reviews that it's been getting mm-hmm. cuz i don't know if you know this but it's currently sitting on a metacritic of you know, a metacritic score of 98 98 after yes. 65 reviews <laughs> it still gets a 98 out of 100 which is <sighs> mind blowing that's crazy we we did talk about uh, about this a little bit yeah um, we talked a little bit about it on the Slack channels that we have, but but right now I would like to make this public. I think that's person that's insane. I mean to keep such a high score after sixty-five reviews is mm, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a it's, it's mind blowing, yeah. And uh after I played it I, I was like, it can't be that good, come on. it it really can't. But man <laughs> <laughs> It has to be holy shit, it that game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's really, really, really good. Um I personally would not have given it a ninety-eight, but uh, it's really good. I think the technical problems that it has are mm-hmm. way too noticeable to be with such a high score. Okay, okay, but te- technical, the content, technical yeah. can be fixed. It's like uh, it- right, technical can be fixed, yeah. but the game design, the story, the, the art style, the the gameplay, everything is it's brilliant. Okay, okay. I love it. So. Here's the thing, you you say you haven't played any Zelda games, so I'm no. just going to let you in a bit with, with what I think of a franchise and and what and how is this any different from the franchise and how is it good in okay. that regard. Yeah, you, so, can, you can tell us about uh, the experience that you have and, and use that. Right. Mm. So I've played pretty much every single Zelda game that has been released, except for, say, if, I think it may have been... Um, one the oracle of seasons and oracle of ages in the game boy color that's the only one that i haven't played okay okay and you remember (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i remember so um the the zelda formula has been really consistent in most of these games especially on the 2d ones on the 3d ones they can bend the rules a little bit but it's been basically that you have um a story with canonical characters you have Link. you have zelda you have ganon which are the main core three characters where the story revolves, and there are some recurring characters that appear from game to game. Okay. But um, what, what really is the core gameplay of Zelda games is that mostly you go to places, to dungeons, where you explore these dungeons mm-hmm. on a somewhat open, yet at the same time, limited world. <laughs> and uh, within these dungeons, after exploring them, you would encounter items that would help you on your quest. And each item does a specific thing, and uh, for example, um, the the usual rule, which is not really written, but it's it's been like that in every single Zelda game, is that whenever you encounter an item in a dungeon, you're going to need that item to clear the dungeon and to beat the boss within it.
1: Okay. 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 So, you need, so let's say so that... So there's nothing yeah. from before. So whenever you're there, you'll get all the tools you need to finish it. Right okay. exactly
0: but but you're given a very specific order to do them so to speak so it's not like you can um y- you may need tools from previous dungeons mm-hmm. but it's 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 going to be if you can access that dungeon it's because you already have that tool so it's it's very well designed like that okay okay so they, there's no way to get a dead end there mm-hmm. so to speak not to go ahead Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. So, in this case, let's say, for example, that on the first dungeon, you encounter and you receive bombs, because it's a very popular item in in the Zelda series. So, you're going to need these bombs to usually uh, blow some secret walls and progress through the dungeon, or you're going to need to to use the bombs to damage the boss. Okay. And, of course, your sword. But this time, uh, Breath of the Wild is very different. So... You start the game with some sort of a, a glorified tutorial, so to speak. Yeah. It's it's a very long one, so it tells you okay, so here's the world, this is this is what you're gonna see, but that area is off limits because it's off a cliff. But if you if you complete the four dungeons of this area, I will give you a paraglider so you can go over there and glide through it. Okay.
2: Okay. I've seen people doing <laughs> and, that already.
0: <laughs> right. So so these dungeons you can take them in any order you want and these dungeons what they do is they they teach you how to play they teach you the modules without actually showing you any tutorials so it's just you get the you get the tools you need and you are um, indirectly exposed on how to use them okay Mm -hmm. and you learn by trying and the game does not hold your hand at all so never in a Zelda game you've been told you have to do this you have to do that with very clear and concise hints, so to speak, you know okay but this one is on, an, on a whole different level. This one you are on your own and and you have to figure stuff on your own, and the puzzles are very well designed, and I really like the way they are they are presented to you and the way you feel uh, you feel smart when you solve them. <laughs> That's what I was so going to ask <laughs> it's, it's very it's very rewarding okay. you know so so I'm really happy with that, and uh, once you have completed these four initial dungeons. Well, the whole the whole world is open to you. Yeah. So you have you have your main quest, but you can just go anywhere. Yeah. Ah, once. so it's open world then? Okay. It's open world, yeah. It's open world, but uh, not like other Zelda's or not like Final Fantasy, where you had to complete like certain places or certain certain quests in order to access the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. In here, you can just go anywhere you want, if you want. Okay. Um, but then it may not be recommended you
1: do have the, the, the main quests that you have to follow but I guess you can do extra stuff around
0: right yeah okay. exactly so um, the side quests are also not usually highlighted in the map or something you just encounter them mm-hmm. so you're like running around and, and you encounter an, an NPC that is stranded in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and you just go decide to talk to him and uh, he gives you a side quest and the side quest really does not give you any kind of reward normally they point you over somewhere where, where there is a treasure or a dungeon to clear or something like that okay. and that in itself is the reward so uh-huh. it's not like you do this errand for me and I will give you a reward, which that's is, not usually the case which is the classic RPG Okay. yeah, so yeah. it's slightly different mm-hmm. so you just, he just says for example like hey, I've heard that about uh, this treasure that lies in a certain place and it's protected by this riddle, I cannot figure it out so I'm just going to tell you and he tells you the riddle, and the reward itself is finding out what it means what mean? by the riddle, and 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 figuring it out, okay. and solving this this stuff. That's smart. Now that's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Uh-huh. So this this part is different from the other Zeldas. Pretty much, okay, yes. Okay. The, the other Zeldas okay. do not really have many many side quests either. Okay. But when they do side quests, it's usually, yeah, do this and come back to me and I will give you a heart container or an empty bottle or, I don't know, whatever item he wants to give you, or even money. Okay. Um, Another thing that I need to point out on this, Zelda, is that the world is huge, but there are not many NPCs you can interact with other than enemies. Okay. Which is not really a bad thing, because the whole story of the game is that there was a cataclysm like 100 years ago... And there's very few survivors. There's very few towns here and there for okay. you to So it makes sense. Makes sense okay. it, does, it does make sense that you do not encounter a lot of NPCs here and there. So, and, and the areas are really huge. So where you encounter most of the NPCs are in the villages. Okay. And so far, I think I may have encountered three. Oh. So so the only way for you to find these these ones that are off-quest is by looking
1: at the map and trying to figure out where the villages are? Or
0: well yeah you can look at the map you you can you can actually download the map so to speak if you if you climb a tower that is in every area mm-hmm. very much like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed? Ubisoft towers yeah, yeah okay. exactly so pretty much like that you climb the tower and once you're, you're you're on the top you can download the map of that of that region mm-hmm. and and that will will show the villages but on the other hand if you do not want to have the map you can just walk you just go on the paths and eventually you will find a sign that says this way to this village and you can just either follow it, or you can just keep running on a random direction until you get tired. Okay, and you have
1: a horse so, as well, right? So that's your transportation.
0: You don't really have a horse, but you can find wild horses. Okay, and and you can temporarily tame them, so you so you can, you can ride them. Okay, okay. Is this the GTA component of the game where you just steal a horse? No. <laughs> I wouldn't say so, no. Well, there are sometimes enemies that are riding horses, and you can actually knock them down if you shoot them an arrow, Ah, and you can just steal their horses, but but there's no actual GTA in terms of, yeah, there's a random NPC, I'm going to steal his horse.
1: No, I was was
0: asking because I've read
1: around um, a lot of people mentioning that this game seems that they picked some elements from other big games, recent games, like uh, GTA or... Or even Dark Souls, or I don't know, di- different games um, that would give it a little something special that it makes it different from previous Zelda's as well. Mm-hmm. So without playing it, I don't know. That's why I was asking to see if there's anything that uh, did you mind if you, if you noticed. That, that
0: makes it very. That makes it like very different from other Zelda's. You mean? Yeah,
1: some elements that from other games and more recent games that you're aware that maybe were incorporated yeah. in here somehow.
0: Uh, I haven't really played The Witcher Three, but I can see the similarities. Okay. Uh, so, so I think the The Witcher Three has set up some sort of reference and uh, like a, like a standard for for open world RPGs. I do not know if this is the case or not because I have no idea how long has been Zelda in development and how much they've done mm-hmm. these kind of things. But <laughs> but I can see maybe i i don't know maybe we just attribute it to witcher because it was released first but uh that's the the way it handles quests seems to be similar to that okay and um did you finish witcher I, no i have no okay. i haven't i haven't even played witcher 3 yet i've only seen people play it okay me yeah, me too me too so so that's the thing and i've also encountered some similarities to final fantasy 15 but for the same reason so when you have an open world and you can go wherever you want to, there is a day-night cycle where the monsters and the dangers vary depending on the time of the day. Mm-hmm. That's not really new. I mean, that already no. kind of happened on, on Ocarina of Time and further Zelda games. Okay. So yeah, it's I don't know. I think I think it just took the Zelda formula of the previous three, the previous three D titles. Mm-hmm. And you just like put it in a very open world game okay where the, they tell you nothing or little next to nothing about where to go or what to do, and you just figure it out, you just explore the thing, which is by the way beautiful to do so okay it's really good, it looks fantastic and um uh, and yeah, i mean it, 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 it just you can
1: probably lose a lot of time like that, right, because it's not a linear game as course.
0: You can and you will. <laughs> so I know for a fact that you can lose a lot of time and you will lose a lot of time just exploring and trying to find out, I don't know, materials. So just like, oh, I'm going, I wonder if there's something on top of that mountain. I'm just going to climb yeah. it. Uh, okay, so it's that kind of game. Okay, I see. So, yeah, so
1: I, see. I, I, I freak out a little bit because uh, I feel like if I, I was spending for an hour or two and then I wouldn't do anything special, I'd be like, what have I done with my time? <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe this has... Uh, well, this could be what, what um, what happened with Tom and Bloodborne in a different manner. Yeah. Because he loses time by just time. Uh, in here, it's just you explore. And the, yeah. And you lose, you lose track of what you're supposed to do. But, yeah. But it makes it, it makes it really a, a big game. Uh, yeah, there's different ways of playing it, which is cool as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, I know that is gonna keep me entertained for many, many hours, I'm pretty sure, because I've played it through the weekend, I may have played like ten hours or so. Oh, okay. That's good. So it's been like super it's been long sessions. How is it how is it level wise? Is, is it does the character evolve?
1: Can you get some skills?
0: No, um the way it works is that you start with three hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you when you clear dungeons you get um I think they're called uh, bravery marks. I don't know some sort of emblem. Okay. It's just that I'm playing it on Spanish, so so I don't know exactly what the English name is. But uh, you you start gathering those as you complete dungeons, mm-hmm. and then you can change them via uh, a special statue. You can change four of these emblems for an extra hard container. Okay. Or or an extra stamina sector, so you can you can progress like that. Okay. And other than that, there is no actual level. So all the, the stats that you have depends on the gear that you have equipped mm-hmm. and the weapons that you find in the world. Because you do not have any weapons, so everything you fight with, you have to find it in the world.
1: Uh, okay. okay. This is really different yeah, from other games. Okay.
0: Very much, yeah, exactly. Because normally you start with a sword, and that's, that's what you have. You need it to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, the moment you start Breath of the Wild, you just get a, a, a tree branch, and, and you start hitting people with that, and maybe this person that you just hit has a club, and you just grab his club.
1: And ah, This is like a des, uh, or
0: Kind of like that. It's, it's slightly a survival, like a survival game somehow, again. yeah. Yeah,
1: because it's also open, it doesn't tell you where to go, you need to... Go around and follow some clues or uh some help from a random uh, n p c day you uh, somewhat yeah. yeah okay
0: we, without the surviving factor of yeah having to eat, having to drink in order to survive and okay. and building your stuff okay. but but yeah indeed it's it's pretty much like that mm. and um one one curiosity that I'm gonna mention mm-hmm. is that Breath of the wild is the very first Zelda game that has voice over dialogues. Okay, you said you're playing so, this in um, Spanish. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. I I was just curious, you know, because it was like this is the very first game that the characters actually have a voice in a in language that I can understand. Yeah. Because in previous games they have their own language that is made up, and you wouldn't understand what they say. Ah, so okay. I didn't know about that. It's kind of like that. Okay. So that that they have they have voices, mm-hmm. so you can hear them exclaim stuff and such. But but this is. This was never a main key component of the narrative. Okay. But this this time the game has actual cutscenes with voice over dialogues. Conversation. In a language. Uh, okay. Yeah. In a language that you understand. Yeah. Which is uh, which is a first. And I was really curious and I decided I'm gonna play it in Spanish mm-hmm. so I can see uh, the the Spanish talent in it. Yeah, it's just so fun. And how does it sound? It's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't expect it like that. Uh <laughs> because the voice the voice actors are quite good mm-hmm. but it really it strikes me as very odd because by by hearing the characters actually talking and and saying the names that I knew um they they breaking many many conceptions that I have in my mind for example the the land where the Zelda games take place it's called Hyrule all right okay so i always called it hyrule because that's how it sounded in my head but in, in Spanish cool. it's called Irule uh, yeah. yeah,
2: <laughs> and it's like yeah.
0: it's like this is so odd this is so strange yeah but, the, and, but that's that's not the language we're going to it's not because they're
2: speaking it's the language you're
0: it's the language yeah. exactly yeah. and this has been like a like a really ongoing debate on, on Twitter for decades okay mm-hmm. so whether it's pronounced Hyrule or uh, Irule or Hirule. something like that yeah. But yeah, we just, we just see this video and everything was settled down. So all <laughs> the debates suddenly stopped. It's like, it's canon. It's called Irule for some reason. You should try in different languages and listen and see how they say it. Yeah. Yeah, I know that in English is Hyrule and I'm going to keep it calling that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. but, but
1: something that would change the way you play is because you listen, you don't have to read anymore.
0: Yeah, but not all the dialogue is actually voiced over. Only important cutscenes and only like important moments. Ah, uh, okay, so it's... Uh, there's, uh, there's still a lot of reading to do.
1: Okay, so like a Mass Effect kind of thing where uh, the game stops mm. and it's waiting for you, to, to, tell you what to tell it what to do.
0: No, I wouldn't call it a Mass Effect. Um, it would be more like a I don't know, like a point-and-click oh. adventure, so to speak, mm-hmm. okay. where you hear, where you interact and with the characters, and and you just read what they say. And if there is a very important cutscene that is story-related, then it turns into a different, a different groove. It just gets the cutscene vibe, and it gets voice dialogue. Okay. Because so so I would not the past,
1: like, reading was a really big part of it, so I thought it, yeah. would, it would be cut off. It's.
0: It still is. Okay. Okay. It's just, it's just like and more than actually a game changer. It's kind of like a nice addition to have. Now you have voiceover. Now you, you can hear the people's voices saying things that you understand. But that's not important at all. Okay. Normally on previous games, on previous Zelda games, the cutscenes would be the the character would exclaim something. They would they would flap their mouth a lot, but you would not you would not hear anything because cause what what they were saying it was just text. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is different now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm gonna uh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna hear me jabber about this for yeah you know, uh, weeks. I, w- I want to see
1: yeah, if any of you guys can actually record it somehow. Um, I'm getting, yes. I guess you need to use uh, an external device or something like that because I'm I'm not sure. But just well, we have the Wii U. So I was yeah. thinking about the Switch if it actually has the streaming capabilities. but
0: probably... I know that the Switch cannot stream directly, but I know that maybe you can use the same way that you would stream a Wii U. Mm You can actually just connect the Switch there and and connect it to to a capture card and stream it there. So, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, okay. uh, It's worth experimenting. uh, Are you aware if anyone actually finished the game already? I do not know anyone that has. No, I mean, just looking around... uh... Yeah. pretty sure that people had already finished the game but, but I know that people are just wasting as much time in the open world as yeah, I am yeah cause I'm
1: very curious to know how long this game is it feels like a really long experience
0: yeah well well but yeah, yeah I mean that's that's gonna be the end of my impressions with Zelda for now and um, back uh, over there at the top with Zelda competing directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of people talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, right? Yes, yes. So, and I mm-hmm. and I know that you've been having an hour or two about it. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear your impressions on that. Um. So yeah, I played a bit. Um, I think I'm still in the tutorial phase because it's,
1: it's a bit long, the tutorial, because there's a lot to do. It's not just knowing the controls, but also knowing how to, to hunt, how to use the different weapons and all that. But, uh, at least for now, the game feels uh, visually really nice. It's, it's really, really well, uh, well designed. The sound's really good. Um, uh, the environment is really well done. I think the, the light is a little bit different from other games. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen some comments, some pictures as well. Um, it seems that the transition between day to night as well, it's, it captures the, the nice moment visually speaking. Um, but, so, gameplay, uh, I, for me it's a bit hard to compare, but I think it, it handles a bit like, uh, the Dark Souls series and games like that, where, okay, so it's a third person game, and the main thing that I've been doing so far is learning how to hunt. I have those crazy machine animals, um, and I need to use some stealth, lay down some, tra- uh, some traps, and I have a little device that gives me, um, some information on how to, how to kill, uh, these beasts in a specific way. So, it, okay. It's, it's a little bit of a combination of, of these. So, I guess that for Dark Souls, you just go ahead, start hitting and understand the pattern, um, and dodge, hit, dodge, hit. Kind of thing. Uh uh-huh. Oversimplifying, of course. But, um, I think, I think the only bigger, the biggest difference in here is that I would first plan the attack by using some traps. And trying to understand, okay. yeah, and I would understand before hitting. I would understand how better to approach it. Um, so it's has a bit of stuff in. tactics, but nothing like a, it's not a ghost recon or it's not uh it's not hit money. Or I don't have to overanalyze
0: and. You know. Uh huh. Um, um, out of curiosity, yeah. have you ever played a Monster Hunter game? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Isn't that only? On I've a, also heard. Isn't that only a Nintendo system? No, no, no. It was it was originally on PlayStation Two and PSP and such. Ah, okay, okay. But, but yeah, okay. I, was, I was I was wondering because I I have just at work today I heard a comparison that that Horizon Zero Dawn feels like some sort of mix between Far Cry and Monster Hunter fights fights. Okay, I've seen some fights, and I was and, like, hmm, and, that's an interesting
1: mix. Yeah, I, I do get it, but Monster Hunter, you can also hunt them, not just kill them. As yeah, in, hunt them in the sense that you can tame them and. Use them.
0: No, not really. Okay. I mean, in Monster Hunter, you you can kill them or you can capture them, ah. but you cannot really tame them. Capturing is just a different way of killing. Ah, okay, okay.
1: So it it seems to be the same thing. Okay.
0: I think at, at mm. some point I'll be able to to ride uh, one of
1: those animals that I, we've all seen some some gameplay footage, but I'm I'm not there yet. Okay. Um, but the game looks nice. I'm still trying to figure out because the, the beginning is is clearly a tutorial, but I don't know exactly. Where this is gonna take me? Um, yeah, because yeah, this starts with the the main character is a little kid, uh, but it's been outcast from uh, a tribe, and there's a guy that uh, is is a hunter, is uh, a big guy, experienced uh, uh, experienced fella. Um, just takes him uh, um, takes her with him, and time passes, and she's basically learning how to hunt and all that. And okay. uh, I I think the end of the, tr- the tutorial kind of area will be. Uh, trying to, to do a specific hunt, which is like a, a rite of passage. And, um, because ah. she wants to know why she's an outcast, basically. Ah. So I think this will be the first, the first thing to happen, the first big thing to happen, either to win and find out why she's an outcast, or something else happens in, in, and then it's a progression around it. But I was very confused when I was watching the, reading about the game, or even watching some gameplay, because, I, I didn't understand what the game was about. I could see it, mm-hmm. the the character hunting, but what else is there? So uh, I need to play a little bit more to really figure out what that is. But uh-huh. um, but overall, um, the game looks nice. There's a lot of uh, the mechanics is different from what I'm used to, and uh, it looks it looks really nice visually. So it's something that I'll be playing a little bit longer. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get bored anytime soon.
0: It's also an open world game, is it? Uh, it is so. At the moment, I'm I'm
1: limited by the area, the initial area that I'm, just okay. next to a specific village. But I am I'm hoping that after that first part, first uh, part is done, that I can just move forward from there. Yeah.
0: So we don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. I was I was just wondering if if the the comparison between this and Zelda is is justified because I know a lot of people are comparing them. Yes. And because I haven't played Horizon and you haven't played Zelda, it's a bit hard. I, yeah. It's a bit hard yeah. to, to form an opinion on that. Yeah. Eventually I will. Mm-hmm. I will get my hands on Horizon and I will play it myself. Okay. But I have got way too many games to worry about that right now. And it's funny. It's funny because there's a lot of people. I, I see a lot of people claiming already Game of the Year to one of these two. Really? And Yeah, and it's March. Yeah, it's a bit early. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, It's like Game of the Year in March. But March, uh,
1: it, this March is not like previous years. Huh? There's a lot going on. And, uh, and some games still to come and even uh, next month there's what is there was it's another big one that was coming next month that I saw at the end of the month and um,
0: it's Mass Effect is coming the end of the month but this it's in March still right I think, yeah, I, think I remember so. seeing something in April that I'm like really is this happening already it doesn't make any Maybe. sense Maybe Persona
1: Five. Oh, that, that, that's that's uh, for you guys, not not for me.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely for me. <laughs> I am so looking forward yeah. to Persona Five. I, you will not imagine. imagine yeah.
1: But uh, what, what else? What's the other one? Uh, Yakuza is also out. It was out this year, right? Yakuza,
0: Yakuza was in January. Yeah, so, Yakuza Zero. Yeah, so it's still, but that's also very niche. I mean. Yeah, I know, but they're they're very specific kind of games. Yes, but they're really good
1: for their genre for their type games. game. They're like top. Oh. Um, and, it's, yeah. and it's usually this type of game you usually wait for September to to watch September October. November. September
0: yeah September and Christmas time are yeah. where the heavy hitter is going to come exactly. so I know that on Christmas time you're going to have uh, Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch <laughs> is it exclusive only the end of the year then okay Yeah, it seems to be Christmas or Christmas time holidays this year. Okay. Okay. But I I don't know if they will release it or not, or maybe we'll delay them. I don't know. I I think it does make a lot of sense that it comes out on Christmas time, because that's when they're going to just be selling Switch like hotcakes. Yes,
1: and I don't know if you noticed, but Earl just mentioned that um, they they hit the one million. Mm -hmm. Um, They did already? Wow, it's been four days. Yeah, that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. It's a good start. Yeah, it is. What is it, like
0: a fifth of what they're reused on? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I it's, it's it's fantastic. I mean I'm really happy after after the I don't wanna say that it was a failure, but after the failure of the Wii U, I think the the switch taking off this fast is really a good thing. Yeah, um I, I well, we were we actually planned about discussing
1: this and I think
0: uh, Yeah, it, kind of yeah, we did. Yeah, it's kind of a nice tie in. It just <laughs> it's
1: just working there. It's just but um I think what's happening now makes sense because I'll give you the example, I, I've never had it, and uh, I can. I was considering having this console. Maybe at some point oh, I'll have this console. Um, Which one, the Switch, or the Wii U? This. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do I really need to answer that? <laughs> I know. Just it's, pulling your leg yeah. in. Because
1: um, when you compare it, so when the Wii U was announced, there was also a bit hype around it. But it was easy to see that there was something a bit off. Um, so they had yeah. the, um, the controller, which was the big thing. And if you remember, um, I, I think it was the, the way they presented it. It was weird. It gave me the feeling that the controller was the console. So yeah. for a while, nobody was really right, sure. Right, But what's the you
0: kind of predicted the Switch like four years ago <laughs> or five years ago? Right, I can't remember how long. Because it, it. everybody was
1: looking at it and thinking is this what you but is
0: this the console or what can i take this around and play with it yeah
1: but then yeah and then you had it in your hand and you thought uh where am i gonna take this it's so big <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> crazy. but uh the, the idea is it, cool the concept is cool um it just i like a bit of uh, execution but mainly on the games i guess if you had cool
0: maybe, thing. yeah, maybe this is what actually like spawned the idea of the Switch, you know, yeah, yeah. that people were actually looking for, like, can I just grab this and play with it around? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what, what triggered the idea, okay, we're going to go this direction. Yeah, and, and focusing on the the social element, because Switch is very, right. very, very social um but yeah i think i think what killed the wii u was precisely the the fact that all the third parties pulled the plug on it yeah that, so. that uh
1: that doesn't help that's true no and one big that one big difference now with the switch that uh even the engines that uh that, um, that you can program to make games uh, it has what unity support and real support so I don't think... Uh, yeah, but I think
0: CryEngine is not working. Okay. and uh, I don't know. There were there were some exceptions that were giving problems. Okay. Uh, but and, the thing is that I'm not 100% sure, but it does feel
1: like it's a bit um, more open than the Wii U system. So that, yes. that helps as well. <laughs> um, if it's easier for somebody to develop, then you'll have more games and, and better games. Um, yes. And, yeah. Right. It, it, sometimes it's not just the hardware, it's just the execution. What 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 we can yeah. what can we actually do with it, and and this one looks like a, you can do a little bit more, um, and everybody that's been using the the controller or I don't know how do you call it.
0: The uh, this is uh, you mean for the switch or for the Wii U? No, for the switch. For the switch is just called the 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 screen, the yeah. the touch screen. Touch screen. There's no actual name. The touch screen w- with the joy cons. Yeah, you know, okay. you just attach the joy cons to the screen. Yeah, and you you take it with you. I thought it would have a, a name of some sort. Um I maybe it does. Yeah. I do not know because I do not I don't really own one or even seen one, so mm-hmm. maybe it does have a name. But at least I'm pretty sure that there is some sort of guideline about yeah, it. I'm yeah, I'm sure they, they need to have it. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Um but uh but yeah, at least this one it looks
1: like a tablet. It looks like something modern. Um it's way thinner, it looks lighter as well, uh better built, so that that helps because it it leaves behind that idea of the not caring as much for the console and focusing a lot on those games and on the top games only, mainly. But um, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like some really interesting games can come up um, just because of the, this hardware that they have now. But it's like yeah. like you said, if you don't have anyone supporting it, it go down. And and this is the the example we gave for for the Dreamcast, right?
0: Yes, it's, oh the Dreamcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad that the Dreamcast mm-hmm. didn't take off, man. I, it's one of my favorite systems. I think I. I played it once or twice when I was a kid because my friend had it, but <laughs> it just... It, it, it just didn't take it. off. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't take off and I feel so sad about it because the Dreamcast had really, really, really cool games and really... I mean, it was very good for the time. So, it was the very first 128-bit console. 128,
2: that's crazy.
0: So, yeah, it must... They did that before the PlayStation 2 even existed or the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It's... It was the Dreamcast, and the Dreamcast did not really take off. And and I don't know. I mean, it it feels sad. It has really good games too. I mean, it has. It started with Sonic Adventure one, two. You've got Shenmue. You've got Jet Set Radio on it. Yeah. You've got Crazy Taxi. Uh, those are man. Those are classic. Right. Oh. Exactly. Oh. I mean, you have with such a a really good game uh, selection. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart that it didn't take off. Yeah. And.
1: Do we do we assume that it's only because of that specific publisher? I don't know. Publisher?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do not know if it was because of that or not. I I think it would be foolish to believe so to be honest. Yeah, I
1: don't think it can be. I'm,
0: I'm sure I'm sure there is a lot of the picture we're not really seeing. Maybe yeah. it was I don't know that that they 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 aimed they, they aimed too high mm-hmm. and and kind of fell flat. Yeah. I don't know. They they were they were trying to pioneer a little bit into online gaming as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um uh, and and I don't I don't even think how that worked out to be honest. Actually, I know that the, the Dreamcast. I
1: actually think that has, I was
0: reading that um, the Dreamcast was the first one to include a modem. Right, I was just about to mention yeah. that the Dreamcast is the first console that ever included a modem. So, that's it. that's
1: crazy. And so
0: yeah, you can. And and I don't think. Well, I definitely never used it. I mean, even if I used it, I'm pretty sure nobody no. would be playing Dreamcast online. Nobody right now. would
1: be on yeah. the other side of uh, the line. There's, there's no one there but uh okay. but yeah do you think it was just too
0: big of a jump no i'm not sure i think it was a combination of of things i think the, the one thing that i like the least about the Ringcast is the gamepad so the, the the control pad was it was huge i was going to and, say and it bulky, was uncomfortable. yeah i remember it was bulky and it was it was uncomfortable and and, and it had the biggest design mistake that i would ever Imagine for a controller to have, which is the cable mm-hmm. goes from the bottom of the controller, not from the top Oh, okay. so 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 you would when you're playing the control- the cable would be coming from here, and you would you would already be losing some part of your extension of your cable that's stupid. Yeah. how could you overlook that they, they wanted to, yeah, to, I don't know, I don't even understand how that could work. Mm, that's true right. i I don't know i mean I'm guessing there must be a reason behind that, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it it, it kind of made me a, l- a little sad that, that... Well, it made me very sad that the Dreamcast didn't take off. But at least all the games that were relevant in the Dreamcast, or most of them at least, are seeing their way through other consoles or platforms, so they're not really yeah. left in oblivion. Yeah. So the, you and actually yeah. mentioned... Was it Shenmue? Shenmue, but, yeah. Shenmue, isn't that like
1: um, the predecessor, predecessor for... That's the one that I just mentioned.
0: Uh, the one... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Yakuza, isn't that? Yakuza. I, I, guess in a way, I guess in a way it would be, yeah. I think there was I, mean, a, I
1: remember being some sort of connection between those those two games.
0: They are... Now that you mention it, they are quite similar in, in some aspects. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, Shenmue is a game that... I'm going to get a lot of haters for saying this, all right? <laughs> but I think Shenmue is a game that has not aged very well. Oh, okay. And I mean... It was very, very good when it came out because it tried many new things. It was very interesting. But those things, too, nowadays, they ported a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they, are, they no longer work as well, especially when you have other examples that do it better, like Yakuza or, like I don't know, Heavy Rain or uh, whatever, these kind of narrative exploration games. Okay. And uh, it did invent QuickTime Events, though, I think. Really? <laughs> I I I don't know. Maybe I think this is one. This was one of the first games that I they saw quick events in cut, in cutscenes. Yeah. Okay. For you to press and to and to solve events within cutscenes. Okay. So I was actually um,
1: quickly reading through it, and it seems that uh, they're two separate games. But Sega just focused on Yakuza and Let Go of uh, somehow. So I'm guessing. I'm guessing because they were similar, like you said, um, and uh, they just went for. Uh, I, I don't know the reasons, but I actually thought that Shinji would, would be something that would originate with um, but Okay, it, it would
0: it would make sense, but yeah, maybe maybe they just like both teams helped each other. I don't know if they were doing it at the sa- at the same time or whatever. But mm-hmm. the thing is, uh, you can you can see the similarities between them. You're not entirely wrong. Yeah. So I even think so that there was a Kickstarter at some point to uh, to get a, a new version out or something like that. Yeah, there was a Kickstarter about making Shenmue three. Yeah, definitely. because they released Shenmue one and two, and the story is not over. So we uh-huh. could see, yeah, you could see that there were there were plans for a Shenmue three, and for a decade and a half, or maybe a decade, I don't know, a lot of a long time. Okay. There's been no news about Shenmue three at all. There were rumors, yeah, this is in development for Xbox three hundred and sixty, but that never really happened. Mm-hmm. So. It was until this day that the Kickstarter appeared, we're going to make Shenmue 3, and and it exploded. So, it, it was funded in like an hour or so, I don't know, it was incredible. Maybe we should start a Kickstarter for Half-Life 3 then. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, lawsuit! <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Got this, cut this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, I mean, other than that, other than the Wii U and the Dreamcast and other system that really, really pains me to see dying slowly and painfully is the PlayStation Vita. Oh. I mean, I, 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 I'm i not sure. Like, it,
1: it's it's a cool piece of technology. Um, exactly. It's just, again, I think the games maybe are not the best, the ones to showcase yes. what it can do.
0: Um, that's exactly the problem yeah yeah
1: and and it was sold it was supposed to be like a mini it was a, between ps3 and ps4 right yes
0: yeah. So it was, actually it was more like ps3 just ps3 just ps3 so the idea is that you could connect to the console you can use it as a controller or nowadays
1: you can even use it for uh, remote
0: play so that's the main yeah. the main use that a PlayStation Vita has right now. Remote play with PS4. Yeah, is, that's so it's sad. Bad, right?
1: It's just having it. It's so sad. I
0: mean, I I love the PlayStation Vita. I think it's an impressive console and a feat of technology mm-hmm. to put all that power in a in a in a handheld device. Yeah. It's brilliant, mm-hmm. and and it had really cool games. I played Metal Gear Solid two and three on it. Okay, two and three, and yeah. and they yeah, and they played really well. The, the HD edition, no less. Mm-hmm. So. They they work very well, and,
1: and they and, they use and, um, what's the, the touch screen, the touch on the back, and everything. Or?
0: Yeah, you can you can choose to use that if you want for certain features, but it's always optional, or most of the times it's optional. Okay. But yeah, it also has really good games. It has Persona Four, which I really really loved on the play on the, on the Vita, mm-hmm. and um, th- that, that's the thing. I mean, there were not really many games that you can see this is a system seller. This is actually selling me a PlayStation Vita. There's really no games that are hardly any relevant. Very small. I use it most of the time to play, yeah, I use it most of the time to play PlayStation 1 games. (laughs) So, I use it to play Suicoden. Okay. So, it's a good use. So, the the console has a use, has a purpose still. Right, but I don't need a Vita for that. Yeah. I can use my PSP. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Maybe. would you, and it and it makes me really sad. It makes me really sad that it's actually dying because nobody's releasing any good games for it. No. And, and, it's, and I, it's, I think it's completely done now. Yeah, I think I think pretty much it's just a, a matter of it dying and for us to pull the plug on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way for reanimating it. I think this is already done. Yeah, and uh, but in I don't see so many... Um, focusing on the handheld again. Yeah. And the biggest problem of the PlayStation Vita is that all of the good games that are released on the PlayStation Vita are also released on PlayStation 4 at the same time. Yeah. So so, wh- so you would you would play it on PlayStation 4 yeah. normally. Why it's would just you bother? a big yeah, difference. Exactly. Why would you bother playing a PlayStation Vita version would you have a more polished version on PlayStation 4? Yeah. The only difference is that you can, you can really take it with you, but <laughs> may- is it really worth it? Maybe if you could actually share the save between the two right. systems, systems. Yeah, but then then you would need to buy the game twice. So yeah, but
1: that's what doesn't make any sense. They could still get people to use it like that, right?
0: It's it's, yeah. it's a little bit I what mean, the Switch does. The
1: Switch it's it's a console that you have at home in your living room, but then you just pick it up and continue. Right? So.
0: I would pay. I would pay extra money to have some sort of bundle that contains a PlayStation Four game and a PlayStation Vita version of the same game, so I can use it on both systems. Yeah. And you could share the save and everything. That right. I think that will
1: make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I would do that. I would gladly do okay. that. I just let's create a business plan really... and send it to yeah. Sony
1: and see if they pick it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Sony XX, listen to me. Uh, you can you can reach me at podcast dot com. Send me send me your offers. I will I will take them seriously. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, how about we wrap this up with your impressions of Disk Jam? I know you've been playing a little bit. Ah, Disk Jam. Well, I I think I I finished a
1: half an hour to an hour session right before I came here. Um, yeah. So yeah which is pretty much what the game is is for yeah, yeah I really know the whole game um basically so so I got from home I got here from home and I didn't have it installed but five minutes later it was there because it's that small um and I joined uh, Earl's 2 and Tom they were really practicing a little bit and so this channel is one of those uh, PSN plus uh, games uh, in the month it came up to, uh, on the 7th of March yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it's a nice game. What, what, remind me? What's the name of the game that this is really similar to? Windjammers. Windjammers. Okay, and that's like a ten, fifteen year old game.
0: Windjammers is a game from the nineties, originally released on arcade and Neo Geo, I think. Okay. So uh, I did mention that I've I I looked at this game and I thought I played this before. Um. Mm. So it's it's nothing. It's not that it doesn't feel new it's just that it's it feels very familiar um yeah. but it, it's it's a, it's a shame it's a shame that eric couldn't make it to this podcast because i know that he just like i am mm. i am a big fan of windjammers okay. and i played very often and we are both really hyped for the original windjammers coming to playstation 4 mm-hmm. later on this year which is odd right uh, uh, those two games which is at the odd. Same time. It's, yeah. It's very odd. Well, it's not really at the same time. I'm not really sure exactly when it's going to be released, but but yeah, it's, it's coming soon and, and we're really looking forward to it. And this is like Windjammers in 3D and I really am looking forward to hear yeah. his impressions on this jam. In, we're playing. It's not really good. Um,
1: <laughs> but uh, there's not much to this game. There's like two or three buttons they need to know and that's it. But it's cool because it's, it's really fast. Really fast-paced. Um, you do need to play as a team, even though well, Tom doesn't know the word um, <laughs> but uh, but it's a cool game. It, it, it's it's starting to give us the feeling that we had when we played uh, Rocket League. I know when you, when you jump into a game that you think it, you don't think much of it, we don't really expect much of it, and then you just have fun. You don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry about uh, amazing graphics. Uh, I think
0: Rocket League is a fair comparison in this in this kind yeah, of feeling. Actually, game. the the UI actually looks very similar as well. Um, maybe not the game itself. No, the game
1: itself, it, for me, the similarity is it's because it's the simplicity of the game. Um, mm-hmm. but just, well, you already know about to have an idea. You just, you can play, I think it's only 2v2, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, and it's basically just, you just toss a disc around. It's like a yeah. frisbee, uh, um, dodgeball combination. Um, but the frisbee can explode and destroy you, which is fun. Um, and and uh, and you can you can bounce around uh, the walls on the side. It's like a bit of tennis as well. So it's mm-hmm. it's a crazy mix of different different games, different concepts. Uh, but it's really fast. You can finish a game in less than five minutes. So you can move really quickly. And what we saw from the game, so we're having some trouble with uh, with matching up because there are not a lot of options. We if you need uh-huh. to switch teams, you need to back up and come back in. Bit strange. Um, we're trying as well to do just two people and then uh, matching up uh, against randoms, and it was taking a while to pick it up. But I th- we saw there was the same thing, so if you want to switch, you need to go all the way back. So they need to work on that, okay. because a game like this, because it's so so simple in, in a sense, it needs to have uh, nice options to force you to, not to force you to, keep you playing, keep you engaged. If it's really quick yeah. to, to move to another game, if it's changing scenarios, if it's uh, easy to switch teams then it's gonna be like a rocket league where you just you just get stuck in there you don't even know yeah. how long you're playing but you're, you're laughing so hard
0: you just have fun yeah, yeah, yeah you just have plain plain fun and let the time go by yeah. so I'm,
1: I'm thinking that this is gonna be a game that we're gonna play a little bit more um especially yeah. throughout this month that we're trying to, to play a bit more together
0: um uh, more than usual right um it's something worth pointing out yeah, yeah that that march is gonna be our multiplayer month multiplayer month we're gonna do the best we can uh I don't think it's going to be all of us at the same time. But um, but whenever we
1: can, we'll uh, we'll jump on a game like this. Or maybe a bit of Mobile Watch. Maybe uh, for, honor. Uh, for Honor.
0: For yeah, Honor. For Honor. Uh, for the Queens. For the Queens. <laughs> <laughs> for the Queens. Um, actually, Tom
1: was uh, starting to have a lot of fun with that game. So uh,
0: maybe next week uh, <laughs> yeah. he can give us some... Maybe uh, he can share some impressions. Yeah. On, exactly. on that. that. Yeah. Um, I think this is it for this week, huh? yeah I think we're going to wrap it here. Thank you very much hush for for your presence here and for your conversation. It was really fun having you. Thank you it was a pleasure. And for all of you listening, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can do so at podcast at com. We're going to be waiting for your mail so your request or even your hate mail. so just feel <laughs> free to reach us at any time. All right Anyway, stay tuned next week another episode. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye bye. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh, let go. Yeah.